Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Ryan Hensley, and I'm calling today the post-mortem show. Usually we're the morning after show, but it's two in the afternoon, and the uh, season's over. So before we move on, I think we need to put this season in the proper context, and I think that's an interesting undertaking because some people are extremely positive and upbeat about what the Niners accomplished. Other people are frustrated and disappointed. Uh, Ryan, how you doing? I'm good, man. Welcome back to the West Coast. I know you just got off a long flight. Got your coffee. Oh, nice mug. Got my <laughs> banana hands out. I had to break it out because Kyle, Kyle Kyle's going to Kyle. Yeah. But I love him. We're here to help. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're here for, man. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me on. Um, it's going to be a hell of an offseason, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's stick with this game. First question. Well, this season. Was this season a moral victory for the 49ers? And I, I'm seeing a lot... This is the moral victory I'm seeing on social media. You know what? Their quarterback went down week two. Then Jimmy Garoppolo went down. They were on their third string quarterback. And they went all the way to the NFC Championship game. That is remarkable. And, you know, if it wasn't for a fluke injury, they might have won it. So, really, this was a just a tremendous success of a season. Even though, technically, the Niners didn't win the Super Bowl. I'm a firm believer that at the professional level, there's no such thing as moral victory. So am I. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not in favor of that. To me, I'm 49ers with the 49ers at Super Bowl or bust. Um, now that doesn't mean they didn't have successes that we can look back on and be like. It doesn't mean hey, fire everyone. Doesn't mean fire everyone uh, or anyone unnecessarily. Well, maybe a couple people. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, not Kyle Shanahan. I'm not. I'm not a guy to say it's fire Kyle Shanahan. I think he's a good coach. Um, there's definitely things that he needs to improve and mistakes. I want him made. to improve, not leave. I want him to improve. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how I feel as well. But as far as moral victories, no, not at all. I don't, I don't, I'm not along that path of thought when it comes to professional sports, you either, um, you either win or you lose, right? There's no, no one cares about silver or bronze in the NFL. It's, um, did you go to the Super Bowl? Did you win the thing? If not, there's more to improve. Even if you do, even if you do win a Super Bowl, you have to think about how can we improve? And that's the mentality I have. I know that's the mentality you have. And so that's what this offseason is going to be about for me is uh, just focusing on where we can improve. No moral victory. Yeah, it was funny is when the Niners were in that 12-game winning streak, no one was talking about Brock Purdy that he was the third-string quarterback. People were talking about Brock Purdy that he was like Joe Montana 2.0 and he was going to be the starter next year. And wow, how the Niners get this diamond in a rough, right? And all yeah. of a sudden he gets hurt in the Niners, and, and fit, people are like, well, I mean, look at what the Niners did with QB3. No, I thought that was QB1 for yeah. next year. You can't have it both I thought that ways. Was, you can't have it both ways. And then yeah. what the Niners often say is they often puff up their, their chest. I'm, I'm not trying to be too critical, but they often puff out their chest and say we're the best team in the league, best defense in the league. We're the best. We're, we're, we're champions, essentially, or we're about to be. And then when they come up short, they say like, hey, we, no, one, no one thought we would make it this far in the first place. What do you mean? That's what they said last year, and that's what they said this year. And it's, I guess, because of injuries or because of how they start the season, but I guess like lowering the bar in October doesn't mean that you can exceed that and not make win the Super Bowl and be like, well, we still did better than people thought we would. I don't know. I feel like people have been calling this team a Super Bowl contender for four years. Well, the, yeah, they have. And a lot of people, at least locally, before the season were saying that this is the best roster in the NFL, right? And I, I firmly believe this, this team has the best weapons 
in the NFL offensively. Now, defensively, I don't know if it's the best defense at the end of the day. Eagles defense looked pretty damn good with that pass rush, um, but it was a top defense. They had the pieces there um, to go far. They went far, but not far enough, and there's no moral victories. In regards to Brock Purdy, when we talk about that, look how far they went with QB3. Sure, he was QB3 before the season. Uh, maybe he shouldn't have been. Uh, here's the thing. He played the best out of all the 49ers quarterbacks this year. Now, maybe Trey Lance, if given time, would have played better than him. Sure. I don't know. Sure. But but what we do know, based on the sample we had, Brock Purdy was the best quarterback on the roster. So the whole QB3 thing, it doesn't uh, sit well with me if he's the best quarterback on the team. If anything, that's a mistake, the fact that he was a QB3 and not QB1. Yeah, and it's like if Brock Purdy had stayed healthy for this game, the Niners could have won, absolutely. But Maybe. the fact of the matter is the Niners got whooped on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball in this matchup, and that's a recipe for a loss. And the Niners are an excellent team, but so is Philly. Philly didn't even play their best. Their quarterbacks hurt, and, and they out-physical the 49ers, who kind of carry themselves like bullies. And when you punch them in the, in the mouth and beat them in the line of scrimmage— well, you see what the Niners do. 11 turnovers, guys getting ejected, hitting out. They really played like bullies who were getting yeah. punked to an extent. And I understand the frustration. You don't have any quarterback. That's tough. But, um, yeah, that's how I feel about this team. I don't like their moral victory stance. Yeah, I'm, I'm not definitely not a moral victory guy. Even at the high school level as a basketball coach, we didn't have moral victories. Like I, I just don't believe in that. You either win or you no. lose. There's no uh, good loss. There's no good loss. And, and to your point about them getting beat up, like – before the season, I think you and I both agreed that the biggest concern for the 49ers was the offensive line. Um, there were some some people that emerged from that, like uh, like Banks, Aaron Banks, tremendous job. Trent Williams, great job. Burford, there's some light there. Um, but I think the biggest concern for us before the season is ultimately uh, a big part of why the season ended. Uh, they just didn't address the offensive line. If you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, that's an elite offensive line, right? 49ers didn't have that, and I think that's a big part of why the running game struggled at times this year, as well as why Brock Purdy was hurt. Um, and I'm not also I'm their not defensive gonna... line was highly overrated. Nick Bosa is great, but he lost a little steam, and the rest of the D line was what this year? Yeah, and, and I'm, I definitely think we could speak on that. Uh, you know, yeah. But before I do, I, I want to say that I'm not convinced that the 49ers win that game, even if Brock Purdy stays healthy, with the amount of pressure yeah. that we saw yeah. the quarterbacks getting the entire game. You know, he could yeah. have been sacked several, several times in that game. Uh, I agree. So I just don't think the 49ers addressed the biggest thing. And in football, there's two things where you win. Honestly, it's in the trenches and it's with your quarterback. Right. I don't know if the 49ers have a quarterback, and I definitely – we didn't have an elite offensive line. And what's going to happen with the Niners is they're going to have the highest-paid left tackle in football, going to have the highest-paid defensive lineman in football. That's great. But what's the rest of your trenches going to look like? You know, is yeah. it late round picks? Is it bargain guys? Like, what is it? They got to think about that. But yeah. this this ties into that. Will the 49ers hold themselves accountable for this loss? And what I mean is, will they look at it and say, you know what? Injuries happen. We did have some bad luck. We might have won with Brock Purdy. But at the same time, we got beaten the trenches on both sides of the ball. Philly's better than us. We got to do, we got to get over the hump. We can't just be like, you know what? It's a one game tournament. Stuff happens. It's a violent sport. Let's run it back. Let's just keep running it back and telling ourselves that we're as good as any team in the league, and eventually it'll break our way. Um, 
Are the Niners going to take that approach for the fourth year in a row? Or is someone in the organization going to say, we got to get over the hump. We got to do something a little drastic this offseason. What do you think? Well, I'm concerned that they won't. I hope they do. I'm concerned that they won't. I think, you know, on the bright side, the 49ers have a good nucleus of players that if they can re-sign those guys, they'll be fine. If, if they upgrade a few positions, one of them being right tackle, I, you know, shout out to Mike McVinci, nice guy. I don't want him back on the team next year. They need to upgrade mm-hmm. the right tackle position. Looks like Jake Brendel is mm-hmm. going to be gone at the center position. They need to address that somehow. And I don't know if the rookie uh, approach or the sophomore approach is going to be the right one in that regard. So offensive line has to be um, mm-hmm. something that they look at and hold themselves accountable to improving. You know, John Lynch had a press conference in regards to the offensive line and where they're at with their offensive line is exactly what they planned. They need a new plan this year in regards to that. The problem is when you look back, you don't see a lot of accountability, at least to the public. Now they may have accountability within the building and when they talk to themselves about what they need to do and the mistakes they made, but you don't see it um, displayed publicly in press conferences from Kyle Shanahan and people like that. I mean, he blamed the Brock Purdy injury on basically on Croft and Purdy. Um, Mm -hmm. Croft for not making the block, Purdy for not stepping Mm -hmm. up in the pocket. And when Mm -hmm. you watch that play on replay, I watched it several times, there really wasn't time for him to step up in the pocket. There there wasn't time for him to do that. So um, it's just like a kind of a disturbing trend that we see where accountability doesn't seem to be on the forefront, at least publicly, for the 49ers. And I think Kyle Shanahan sets this tone. I mean – We've talked about, is he improving? Is he maturing? Maybe, but I think his ego prevents him from taking accountability, which prevents him from growing. And so, like, in the Super Bowl, the Niners, he keeps saying, like, they were the best team, and they lost because Bosa got held. I don't know if he said those words, but that's kind of the... Bosa got held on 3rd and 15. That came down to one play, and essentially, they cheated. So, the Niners should have won the Super Bowl that year. Then last year... They lost because Tart dropped a gimme interception, but Kyle did his job. So he's now basically a two-time champion, and then this year, he probably would have won again, but his quarterbacks got hurt, so you can't hold that against him either. And it's like, if that's the guy setting the tone for the entire organization, then how, you know, who's going to be the guy that steps up and says, no, I'm going to take accountability for for some of these mistakes on this team, for some of our failures. Ultimately, Judd York is responsible for all of this, right? Below him, you have John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. So one of those three guys, hopefully all three take some accountability for this, but it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. I mean, the reason we're on Brock Purdy now, the reason we were on Josh Johnson after Brock Purdy went down is because of mistakes that were made with Trey Lance in the beginning of the season. Uh, If you don't run Trey Lance 13 times a game, we may not even see Brock Purdy. Now, maybe Brock Purdy is the better option over Trey Lance. That may be the case. Uh, I'm not saying it isn't. But the fact that Trey Lance was hurt in the first place is on Kyle Shanahan. That's why we're down to Jimmy. Then after Jimmy gets hurt, that's why we're down to Brock. And when Brock gets hurt because of scheme, um, which I think is ultimately the reason why that that was a busted play, mm-hmm. um, now we're down to Josh Johnson. And we shouldn't have even been there. And there needs to be some accountability, especially after seeing that video that came out on Friday um, with Kyle Shanahan in regards to the way you can safely and not safely use the quarterback. Um, so – that that kind of had me irked going into this game. Um, I'll be honest with you. And when I saw Brock Purdy go down, um, man, just uh, very frustrating. The 49ers continue to have injuries at the quarterback position. And there's not a quarterback on that team that would be healthy running the ball 13 times a game. So this injury-prone stuff for all of them, I'm ready to throw that out the window. Uh, even Jimmy. I don't know if he's injury-prone at this point because – 
every single 49er quarterback is getting injured. Uh, it seems to be a trend, and it needs to be prioritized, in my opinion. I, I feel like someone has to hold Kyle Shanahan accountable if he won't. Because to me, like, he's a, he's a lot like Jimmy, in my opinion. You know, like, you could argue that Jimmy's good. People can argue that Kyle's good. But I feel like they've sort of displayed a ceiling, especially in the playoffs. Kyle Shanahan has some of the most remarkable losses in playoff history. And this one yesterday was maybe the most remarkable. I mean, that game was an embarrassment. They had to play an entire half handing the ball off. And Kyle's going to say it's not my fault, but I disagree. You don't protect your quarterbacks. And it all culminated in one of the most embarrassing playoff games I've ever seen. I've never seen an NFL game where the team couldn't actually put a quarterback on the field or throw the ball for a half. I've never seen that happen. in the NFC Championship, and it's because... And not just that. The fourth and three that you didn't challenge? I mean, a big swing in that game was that play and the fact that like a series or two later, Nick Sirianni challenged one and one. Like, dude... I'm sorry, man. These are crucial mistakes in the NFC Championship. And if Jimmy throws a picks in these big games, we crush him. But Kyle does stuff like this, and we're like, well, you know, that's football. No. To me, either Kyle is going to change and improve, or he is the Jimmy Garoppolo of head coaches. I mean, the 49ers sorry. came out and got smacked. Did they look prepared in any way? I don't I don't think they look prepared in any way. And you can blame it on Brock Purdy getting injured, but why was the protection so bad? Why was that the... Why, why did he not challenge that catch? You know, that, that starts from Kyle Shanahan to all the coaches in the booth. It's Where just horrible game management. Yeah, yeah and, and we management. talked all we talked the last few weeks like, hey, you know, the Niners really aren't playing championship football. Like, this, is, this effort is good enough to beat the Raiders or the Seahawks, but it's not good enough to beat the best teams in the league. When they face Seattle, they're going to have to come out and, and be clicking right away and play 60 minutes of football. Well, they kept saying, like, you know, or, or intimating that we're, we're going to turn it on. You know, we're going to rise to the occasion. We're, we're, we can flip the switch. No, you can't. There is no switch. You either you either find that high level of uh, football before the playoff start or you don't. And the Eagles have. The Niners haven't been playing their best football for over a month. And this is what freaking happens when you and go up against that. it. And, and, they, and they also were saying stuff like, you know, we don't want a bye week. We want to keep it going. Like, oh, you don't want a bye week? Yeah, you do. You want a bye week? You want the home field advantage? You want the calls? All of that. Like, I... I can't believe how arrogant they sounded this earlier this year. Now it's like, hold on, hold on, let's take it back. Next year, what you need to do is come out firing. You need to be ready to go from the beginning of the season because in 2019 in you were in the preseason. In 2019 you were and you had a you hosted the NFC Championship game and destroyed the Packers. I think it matters. Yeah, using the season as a preseason is a direct result of why the 49ers lost. I mean, if this game is in Santa Clara, it may be a different story. When you're losing to the Bears and the Falcons Hell yeah. and the Denver Broncos, it's going to come back and bite you. And yeah. uh, 49ers have to start quicker moving forward. Yeah, don't lose to terrible teams in, in September. And Is that so much to ask? Mm-hmm. Denver. Denver was one of the worst teams in the league this year. Chicago, too. How? You guys are way too good, way too well-coached, and way too talented. Oh, I'm gonna do a, we're gonna do a couple more comments and then we'll get to the uh, the, yeah. the super chats. So um, this quest for six is killing me. I, I don't even like the the phrase quest for six because it makes me feel like they're out in the desert like doing bird calls trying to get the, the the quest for six to like come to them. Like nah, man, you gotta go seize the freaking day. And Kyle Shanahan's attitude over here is you know it's you know one of these years I'll get it because he's got forever, but he's never won a championship. He's not a champion. Someone in this organization needs to lead from experience. And I can think of one guy on this organization who's a Super Bowl champion and a Hall of Famer 
and in a position of power. John Lynch. John Lynch knows what it takes. He needs to take charge, and he needs to set the tone this offseason of what's required, what the goal is. they got to get over the hump, and he's the one that has to lay down the blueprint because I think Kyle and Jed are too comfortable. Yeah, John Lynch is a very – the thing with John Lynch is, man, he's such a nice guy, so I don't know if he's going to – Publicly. Publicly. He's also a champion uh, competitor, and I bet behind closed doors he doesn't just fold. And Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're we're entering year seven, and uh, we still have questions at quarterback, right? We don't know who's going to be the quarterback next year, and it's year seven. That is a failure, right? It is. And that that it is. That's. I mean, ultimately, that at the end of the day, uh, the the teams that win the Super Bowl have forty plus touch touchdown passes. They have over four thousand yards touchdown passes. They have elite quarterbacks, and their quarterbacks don't get hurt every four weeks. Right. They're, they're able to stay healthy. They're able to play through the games. I mean, maybe they sit out one or two games or they, they're missing yeah, an injury. Sure. But they're healthy. They don't lose four quarterbacks in the same season. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't lose their quarterback five out of the last six seasons. So mm-hmm. there's something going on. And you guys, you can call it, um, you know, bad luck or whatever you want. But there's a trend here. And if you have a trend for bad luck, the quarterback going down, you need to prioritize protection for your quarterback. Thank you. And if you're running with Trey Lance, if Trey Lance is your guy, forget about running him. Forget about running him 13 times a game. Because if Trey Lance is the quarterback next year, you know, Brock Purdy can't play or he ends up being the guy, you have to take that off the table as an option for Trey Lance. He cannot be running 13 times a game. If you're going to do that with him, just trade him. Get your assets Well, all I'm saying is uh, Jalen Hurts runs a lot, but there's a difference in the way he runs and the way uh, Trey Lance runs. I mean, I feel like with Jalen Hurts, he always had – a, always has a lead blocker, whether he's going around the outside or, or between the tackles. Kyle, I felt like, was just running Trey Lance naked, essentially. Well, and uh, I don't like that. Grant, it comes down to this, man. He's not quick enough to run to the outside. That's not the kind of runner he is. He can do it on occasion, but he's not quick enough. According to Kyle Shanahan, if you run a quarterback up the middle, he you're said going that. to get him killed. Right. So your options are run a quarterback to the outside that's not fast enough to do it or run through the middle and get killed. So yeah. I don't think either of those options are good. So they need to be eliminated from the from the plan for Trey Lance. You know, it just John, it's on you, John. You got to show the organization what to do. Kyle doesn't know. I'm not sure. I, I was sitting next to a Niner fan on the uh, on the flight home today, and at the end, I was like, so "Let me ask you a question. You think uh, Kyle Shanahan's ever going to win a Super Bowl with the 49ers?" Long pause. He didn't know. I mean, I feel like Niner, if you ask the Niner fans straight up, do you think Kyle's ever going to win a Super Bowl with this team? 50-50? I don't know. I mean, team, people that really admire him and think he's really good, you've you got to be troubled by the way he freaking loses some of these playoff games. I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. Unless Kyle Shanahan, and this isn't a knock on Kyle Shanahan necessarily. I think Kyle Shanahan's a good quarterback or a good coach. Um, but unless he has a elite quarterback, he's not going to win a Super Bowl. This this idea that they can just depend on everybody else but the most important position on the field, I don't believe that that's true. Now, I'm not saying they need to go out and spend a million dollars, but they need to see if Brock Purdy is elite or if Trey Lance is elite. And if they're not, then fine, go get that elite quarterback. But Kyle Shanahan is not going to win a Super Bowl without an elite quarterback. Andy Reid didn't do it, right? It took Patrick Mahomes to make Andy Reid who Andy Reid is as great as Andy Reid is, right? And until they have a quarterback who's top five, top ten, in the NFL, and maybe it's Brock, maybe it's Trey Lance, I don't know. But until they have that, I don't see them winning a Super Bowl. Here's the problem with that, though. Kyle Shanahan could have a top-five quarterback in the NFL. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, history suggests that Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, is going to get him hurt pretty quickly. Or the, I, I don't want—I want to say going to get him hurt. History suggests that quarterback is going to get hurt under Kyle Shanahan's direction fairly quickly. So the way I see it is, Kyle Shanahan could have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, the best roster in the league, which he has. He could have uh, a top. He could have three top five quarter. He could have all the quarterbacks in the world. Can he keep them healthy? If he can't keep his quarterbacks healthy, nothing really matters. It's a quarterback-driven sport. You saw what that team looked like with freaking Josh Johnson on the field. Not good enough. The quarterback has to be good, and if Kyle can't keep him healthy, then this team, you can't take them seriously. Yeah. So, why can't the Niners keep their quarterbacks healthy? This has been a six-year issue for Kyle Shanahan, the head coach. We talked a lot about their offensive line, although I got I to gotta say that Trey Lance got hurt on a freaking running play. So yeah. pass protection at the offensive line spot. It's not Mike McGlinchey's fault that Trey Lance got hurt. It was Kyle's. And then Jimmy Garoppolo got hit by an unblocked blitzing linebacker, because, and he had nowhere to throw the ball because the hot routes were covered. That's, again, a schematic issue. And then Brock Purdy. Uh, it wasn't Mike McGlinchey who gave up the sack. It was Tyler Croft who was blocking the number one pass rusher in the league. Hassan Reddick was 19 and a half sacks, number one in the league. Kyle thought, hey, you know what? Tyler's got to make this block. He's got to do it, even though yeah. Mike Malichi couldn't do it. So, yeah, so it's looking to are. me like the issue is a schematic issue with Kyle Shanahan. And it's real quick. It is, look, he's very smart. He's very good at putting together um, patterns, routes, route combinations, and knowing which ones beat which coverages and the rules of these specific coverages and how to uh, exploit them. It's, he's great at the stuff down the field. But protecting the quarterback? I don't think he really thinks about it very much. Otherwise, he would have realized, yeah, you know, I like this I like this play action pass against his coverage, but Hassan Reddick's going to blow it up because I can't, Tyler Croft can't block him. So, even though I like the concept against that coverage, I can't make it work. Yeah. I can't make it work in reality. That's what really good coaches do. They ground their ideas in reality, but Kyle's in the clouds. And when his protection screens schemes which aren't that sophisticated or effective, get a quarterback hurt, he's like, "Hey, well, you know, that's football. That's my yeah. Uh, theory. Yeah, I mean, all three of those quarterbacks were hurt for different reasons, um, but they're all go back to Kyle Shannon. And I think Trey Lance is the most blatant. Um, yeah. And then and then the other two, Jimmy and uh, Purdy, those are just schematic reasons why they're getting hurt. So here's the thing is, what can they do to fix that? They either need to prioritize protecting the quarterback and change their schematic. Kyle needs to take accountability and change things. Or they need to bring in a quarterback who can do that for himself, somebody like Tom Brady. Now, the thing is, is Tom Brady going to be have the freedom to do what he wants? Is he going to mesh well with Kyle Shannon? Because I guarantee you, if Tom Brady's back there playing quarterback and he's Tyler Croft trying to block the, the third best DN in the NFL, he's going to make an adjustment of some sort. And I don't know how Kyle will feel about that. So. Here's the adjustment. Kyle puts it in the game plan on Wednesday. Tom Brady goes to his offense Wednesday night and says, you see this play here? You see this play here where you have Tyler Croft blocking Rasan Reddick on a seven-step play action? We're not going to run this one on Sunday. Got that, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to do that. And uh, Tom Brady can do that. And that might be why one of the reasons why Tom Brady will never be on this team. But I don't know if Brock – I asked Brock Purdy, like, hey, do you ever call your own plays? And he laughed at – like, no, I'm not allowed yeah. to do that. No, you're not allowed to do that. And um, so, yeah, I, I can see that. But to me, like, we're going to talk about Tom Brady next. We're going to take the Super Chats and then talk about Tom Brady. Okay. But what I don't – I'm, I'm going to preview my, my opinion on this. What, what I don't like about signing Tom Brady is it 
it implies that it's Brock's fault he got hurt. It's Trey's fault he got hurt. It's Jimmy's fault he got hurt when it's Kyle's. And again, this is another example. That would be another example of Kyle not taking accountability. You change, Kyle. Don't spend a bunch of money for someone to make your job even easier, which is what you did with Christian McCaffrey. Great player. But I thought you were the genius. I thought you could figure it out. Anyway, let's answer some questions, and then we'll get back to the Tom Brady discussion. Hold on. Not you yet. We got to come back to you. Here we go. All right. If Brock is hurt, what's Lance's pros and cons? They're saying pros? in the chat, by the way, that Brock what? Purdy has a torn UCL is what they're saying in the chat right now. Fuck. Are you serious? So let me double check on it. Oh, yeah. 18 minutes ago. Brock Purdy suffered a torn UCL that will sideline him six months per source. All right. Well, let's talk about it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Put a new banner in. Brock Purdy out six months with torn. That means no OTAs. Right? OTAs are what? June or July? When are OTAs? OTAs starting uh, May. May. And they go through. No OTAs. A mini camp is June. So today today is essentially February 1st. So he'll be ready in uh, July. Yeah. So he'll be ready for training camp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still, that sucks. This could have been an offseason where he was at, at, was at like Tom House, you know, working on his arm strength and that kind of stuff. And now you wonder like, what's his arm actually going to be like after this procedure? Will he have less arm strength? Let's, let's. Uh, and that just means that's when he's be able to come back. I don't think that necessarily means he's going to be, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to look into it more. But if he's out for six months because of this injury, does that really mean he's able to perform in July? I don't know. We need to look into it more and find out, but that could mean he's out for a while. And um, I don't see how he's able to take the reins as the starter week one without. It just doesn't seem realistic to me. Well, real quick, Dr. Narav Pandya, friend of the show, has been on with me yeah. before many times. Yeah. Great guy. Very yeah. smart. He's he's. He's always on top of this stuff. So on Twitter, Adam Schefter wrote this 20 minutes ago, and Dr. Pondy is already on nine minutes ago and says, in general, that timeline lines up with a likely UCL repair, repairing the ligament back to bone as opposed to a full-on reconstruction, completely replacing the ligament, which has a nine to 12-month recovery. Obviously, we'll wait to hear the details from the team, but what he's saying is it sounds like um, not the best news possible, but not the worst news possible either. And I'm intrigued by the six months. What I was thinking was if it's torn, it's 12 months and you're done for the year. What this sounds like is he could be ready for training camp, which means that he could still start week one if they need him to. There's also a possibility that Trey Lance comes in and blows the doors off everyone and it takes the job or they sign Tom Brady or Jimmy Garoppolo. But it seems to me like this, the news could be worse. Well, here's what you have now. You have two young quarterbacks who are coming off of injury. So there's question marks regards to both, right? What's Trey Lance going to look like when he comes back? Is he going to be as mobile as he was before? Right. Is he going to be the same quarterback he was? Is Brock Purdy, who is known for not having the strongest arm, going to True. be coming back off a UCL injury with the same arm? It's definitely not going to be better. I would assume it's not going to be better. Um, I would assume which that. We, which, which a lot of us were hoping for. Um, hopefully it's the same. Uh, I think it's – we're. I, I really – I think this honestly is making it to where Brock Purdy is not going to be your starting quarterback in week one. I don't, I don't see how that's possible. I really don't. 
I think coming back from an injury of this magnitude, uh, July, I don't know. This is crazy, man. Another seventh year, we're down to question marks at quarterback again. So this opens up the door for Brady, Rodgers, but I mean, Jimmy. Or, or Lance. I mean, this or is Lance. what you – I mean, honestly, it's if it's a six-month injury and he needs a little bit of a ramp up in training camp and he might not be ready for week one, but he'll be ready for week two or three, well, that's exactly why you have Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, Trey Lance might be even better, but I mean – this doesn't necessarily mean the Niners have to say, hey, Brock, you're no longer in our future plans. We're going to go out and get another starter. We're going to bring back Jimmy and on a three-year deal. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Please don't do that. Let's take a bunch of, uh, let's take a bunch of uh, questions. Yeah. If Brock is hurt, which he is, Lance's pros and cons. Uh, super talented. On a really good team. Yeah. Lots of potential. Cons. Hasn't played much. Matt Flores says, play, coming off an injury. Playing quarterback for body bag Kyle's career suicide. Body bag Kyle. Wow. I didn't come up with that, but I like it. Todd Labor. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate you. Drunken Ninja. Brock's QB1. JJ was in an unfair spot last night. I feel bad for JJ. Yeah. Because it's like a... Yeah. Uh, BP says, this is still a league for elite quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Brock are all good, but will always need a strong cast. Need an elite quarterback uh, that more than an elite roster. Well, it's not that easy, man. (laughs) It's not that easy to get a top five quarterback. Sure, yeah, I, I think it's always a good idea to get a top five quarterback if you can. And I'm not sure but, if Trey or Brock can never be elite. Those, the, it's, the, it's still t- TBD on those two for me. Purdy torn UCL. Sorry, Purd. Drew Burr says, Silver Sam Fangio hasn't committed to anything yet, so there's still a chance. Maybe effing rumors, who knows, go Niners. That is interesting. Hmm. I it's, Maybe Fangio wants the Niners to uh, match do the Niners have cap to sign Bosa and other players? Yes. They will. Absolutely, they will. If they sign Brady, that could be different, though. Although he could be one of the other players you're thinking of. The Stray says, team cheered when Trey got hurt week two. We lost all four quarterbacks and wasted a season. Talk about football gods. We need to replace the right side of that line. Yeah, the Niners had some bad football juju working against him this yeah. season. A little bit. Yeah. Chris says, there's zero accountability levied against Kyle. Kyle is the problem with this team. He's not a head coach. They really need to make that change. It'd be really a lot easier if he would just grow up and, and mature and be better because no one wants – everyone likes a scheme. I mean, no one wants his quarterbacks to have to learn new stuff, but I'm with you, man. I, I, I hear you. Maynard says, honestly, how real is Brady to SF now? Realer than it was a couple days ago. Yeah, I think it's a possibility. You know, unfortunately, he's 46. He'll be 46, which is older than me. <laughs> I can't imagine playing quarterback in the NFL right I know. now. But. Corey Soto says this melodrama is a carousel that I'm about to get off after 27 years. It's just, it's not just the coming short. It's the endless quarterback drama every offseason. If Purdy has TJ, he's out for a while, period. Three first plate, Trey like a normal team. Corey, man, I feel you. I feel like I wrote that. Druber says, could Fangio be a good thing for Kyle's ego? Yeah, absolutely. No, it'd be nice to get someone uh, about Mike Shanahan's age in the, in the building. Chris Telerico says there's no accountability in private. Kyle went through four quarterbacks this season, two last season, all because he they never addressed the right side of that line. See, I, that's the last part I disagree with. It's Kyle. It's yeah, Kyle. It's part, it. it's part of it, but it's not all of it. And, you know, and, and even that boils back down to Kyle. You know, I mean, opinion. the line's part of it, but the line isn't responsible for Trey Lance being injured. The line and, is part of it. The line is yeah. part of it. it. The line is another symptom of him not really valuing pass protection. Yeah. As far as Kyle's concerned, that's on the quarterback. Step yeah. up. Slide. 
That's what. Am I wrong? It's on you, buddy. I'm not taking. I'm not. Yeah. You're, you're on the field. You got the ball. Brady can protect himself. Most durable quarterback ever. Yeah, but he's never had to play for Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kyle Shanahan doesn't seem prepared for the details. To be honest, uh, he wasn't prepared for that fourth and three challenge. Torn UCL confirmed. Philadelphia wasn't even that good. Agree. Kyle, that's football Shanahan. Oh, man. Let's get it all out today. Let's get it all out today. Jeremy P says the Niners need a DJ Jones like running, uh, like run stopping lineman, whether they find a young in college or via trade free agency. Our last topic is going to be like looking ahead to free agency. And I think my theme for that is trenches. If you're yeah. going to take down Philly, you got to get way better in the trenches. On both sides. My egotistic, both sides. My egotistic aura says we lost two Super Bowls and four NFC championships in one decade. I'm so exhausted. Hey, come on. That's all my the, kids the, have seen. So exhausted. And like, <laughs> doesn't it feel like this season and last season were like almost carbon copies? You know, you, you mess around, get hot, and then fall short. And people are like, on the road in the NFC Championship game, people are like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> Was it a good experience or a bad experience? I don't know. Yeah. Kyle doesn't want an elite quarterback. He's too controlling. Yeah. Well, Saul Goodman says, uh, yeah. BP injury is six uh, months. Rehab gives Trey Lance huge advantage going to next season since he can do camp. Maybe TB comes, but feels Trey Lance will get job back. Yeah, I mean this really does open up the the door for Trey Lance. If should the I Niners, mean, if they're comfortable going into the season with a Trey Lance on the re, uh, rebound and Brock Purdy on the rebound, I don't know if they're going to be comfortable with that. I don't know. And if Tom Brady comes here, for, Trey Lance can forget about it. Boxing fan says, should the Niners have drafted Justin Fields? I mean, the way they've used Trey Lance, it made me wonder. Like, if that's what you wanted to do with Trey Lance, then you should have taken Justin Fields. But no, I don't really like – Justin Fields is a hell of an athlete, but I feel like he's better at running than throwing. Like, if there was a wide-open guy th- 20 yards in front of him, I would just say, just run. I think you have yeah. a better chance of getting the ball that far just running than throwing. I'm just not a fan of running quarterbacks. If you wanted to run this yeah. kind of offense that he ran with Trey Lance, sure, but I think it's a mistake to run that offense. My dad – says, I agree there are no moral victories, but there are immoral losses. 50 bucks. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. I'll take you out to dinner. I like that. And this this game did feel like an immoral loss. You know, like thinking you can get away with blocking the best pass rusher in the league with Tyler Croft feels like an affront to the football gods. Can't get away with that. And not only did it result in the sack, but it resulted in in a six-month injury. I don't know. That one seemed bad. Yeah, wow. immoral losses. No, knowing that uh, your dad watches the shows now, it makes me, I want to be on my P's and Q's a little more, man. So. Yeah, because there are no moral victories, but there are immoral losses. Yeah. What, what else was immoral about this game? Well, I don't want to belabor the point, but playing Charles Menehue before you knew that there were no, going to be no charges, I mean, I don't know. That's another one. Well, how about admittedly on video saying that you shouldn't run a quarterback between the tackles and then running your quarterback between the tackles. That's a pretty, he, he called a quarterback draw for Brock Purdy just last week. Can you imagine if Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo ran the ball 13 times a game? I can't <laughs> No, maybe, maybe that's the next wrinkle. Purdy surgery is the same as Josh Allen's. I suppose. Mateo. Thank you. We'll have to look into that. Purdy UCL injury six months. Yikes. Dark Halo, two bucks. So tired of Greenlaw's boneheaded plays. Yeah, man. What is going He's a really good player, but he does this like once or twice a game when it's like, another 15 yard penalty? Another one? I don't know about that. I think people get 
in that game, I can understand why it was frustrating for a lot of those players. I like the, like kind of the dirty stuff that was going on towards the end of the game. You know, those guys are competing for everything all season. They see it all <laughs> collapsing in front of them. And, you know, the Eagles are talking trash. So you saw a lot of emotions get carried away. James Briggs says, banana hands, that's how play action works. Yeah, Kyle, because you designed it that way. I asked him about it. And, and Joe uh, Thomas said the same thing. Like, this is how you be – you have to live with this stuff and you have to try to block DNs with t uh, tight ends in, in the play action game. Um, okay, fine. But uh, what about also on the other side, if you look, Trent Williams tips off the play. It's a play action play. He's in a pass stance. Everyone else is in a run stance. And we talked about that all year. Yeah. And that's why you don't do that. Because on the other side of the line, Hassan Reddick and Fletcher Cox hit, and they're like, okay, we're rushing the quarterback. I mean, they didn't hesitate on that play. They were all over Purdy, who yeah. really casually dropped back and thought he had time and didn't. And on Josh Johnson, too. Same, same, basically the same play as what got Josh Johnson concussed as well. Um, and he said, you know, it's, it's perfectly legitimate for Tyler Croft to, to block uh, Hassan Reddick. Did the Niners ha ask... Any tight end to block Michael Parsons one-on-one -on -one the week before on a play action? I don't remember that. And it seems like Reddick has a lot more sacks than Parsons. So so why do the Niners give Reddick, uh, uh, Parsons all this respect and not Reddick? I'm also thinking that the Eagles probably didn't have Dallas Goddard one-on-one -on -one against Nick Bosa ever and on a seven-step drop play action because you know why? That would be stupid. And it's almost like Kyle saying, like, you know, it's such a stupid idea. It'll work because they won't expect it. It's like, he overthinks. No. He overthinks. He doesn't yeah, play No, it's strength. just a stupid idea. Yeah. It's like it's when a bad Juice matchup. went to him. It's like when Juice yeah. went to him at halftime and said, you know, the players were like, let's run the ball, Kyle, right? What what is the weakness yeah. of the Eagles defense? It's against running. the run. Yeah. McCaffrey the, played great. Yeah, and it's against and yet, the running back out of the backfield. Yeah. Why not play to those strengths? Why overthink it? Yeah. To y'all point, it seemed the Niners go after the sexy players instead of prioritizing winning in the trenches. Any chance we could uh make a few trades? Um, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, they could have had Ndamukong Sue. They could have uh, upgraded their trenches. Didn't. Purdy torn UCL out six months per Schefter. Sorry that I was so behind. Dalton says Kyle never will win a Super Bowl because of his ego and lack of accountability. It trickles down to the players. They flopped four out of five when it all mattered. Yeah. It, it's it was, what's kind of unnerving about this team. They've been together so long. We've all assumed that they're going to be champions eventually. They're almost looking like a team whose legacy will be that they didn't get over the hump. I mean, how many more chances are they going to have? Kittle's almost 30. They got to do it. Yeah. So my voice keeps... I'm 35 years old. My voice still cracks. On <laughs> hey, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Torn UCL. Uh, are you going to give season grades? Niners curse. That's a good idea. I think I should. That's absolutely. Thanks for perhaps destroying Purdy's career, just as you did with RG3, Trey Lance, and Jimmy G's. Just go away, Kyle. I feel that emotion. Francisco says, honestly, if we get a new head coach, can he, she succeed with having this team how it is? Or could they succeed with simply getting a better O-line thoughts? They, they, well, the quarterback has to emerge. as uh, Brock Getting a quarterback and keeping him healthy is the key to this team. If it's Kyle, great. If it's someone else, great. But that's, what, that's the next step for this, for this team. Yeah. Getting a quarterback, keeping him healthy. Yeah, and maybe, that's the, it. maybe, maybe that quarterback's on the roster. Maybe. Um, but they well, we'll never know if you can't keep him healthy. <laughs> Right. We'll never know. Yeah. Honestly, if you got a new head coach, yeah, got you. Josh Wyatt, Josh Wyatt. I said back in week seven that, I, that they made the CMC move to be relevant, that it would result in the NFC Championship appearance, but they would lose to Philly and had no business going all in without a real quarterback. CMC still a good move? That's a fair point. I didn't like the CMC move because I felt to, to work out for what they paid, it needed to result in a Super Bowl. Maybe it will next year. Maybe it will next year. But he's really good. He's even better than I 
realize. I, I like Gucci his CMC move, and I think Josh Wyatt is a smart guy. So I, he is smart. You know, you're a smart guy, Josh, but I do think CMC ultimately is, is having him is better than not having him. That's and I think the uh, the ultimate verdict on that is still out. Like we're gonna have to see. I guess you know, kind of like a like a draft a few years down the line. But so far, he's li- definitely lived up to his end of the bargain. He stayed healthy. Uh, yeah. McGlinchey and Kinlaw, who's worse, get rid of Buckner for no reason. I don't think it matters who's worse. I think both of them probably should. Uh, there should probably be both new starters at both positions next season. Yeah. Trey is QB one. Where are the BP fans at in the chat? Mm-hmm. So strange. The, uh, the the like clicks of Niner quarterback fans. Um, yeah, I support plus, both those quarterbacks. I think they're both good good people and both showed promise. So. Kyle's gonna scapegoat Purdy anyways. He kind of did yesterday. Does Kyle need a new OC or O line coach? Um, nope. He nope. He needs to take accountability and improve on his own. It's no one else's problem but his. Hello, gents. Trey area. Get well soon, Brock. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Shreddy Murphy. <laughs> Shreddy Murphy. I'd love to see Brady's face when Kyle calls QB power. He would just veto that. Well, I guess Jimmy G will be back next year. Says Jeremy Price, who loves to ruin everyone's day. Good to see you, Jeremy. Oh, so many of these. Hold on, almost done. What do you think we uh, do? Who do you think we we will be the DC next season? Well, Fangio still out there. Called they got They just got to pay him. They got. He lives out here. I think they got to pay him. Javon yeah. did all that. Uh, did opposite of everything said. Said Vance. Hey man, the guy's got the guy's got a knee. Trey Lance just got guaranteed the job. In my opinion. Well, he's got the he got the first shot to get it. He's got to actually play well, which I think he will. You have to find a way to interview Jimmy before he leaves and find out what he knows about Kyle intentionally injuring quarterbacks. Yeah, maybe me and Jimmy can become friends over that. Review Scientology USA says we need to prioritize drafting OL DTDN with our few third rounders. I wish we bring in Rich Bisaccia as head coach and Kyle as the OC. Oh, <laughs> the special teams guy. Yeah, Kyle will stick around as the OC. Just give him the same amount of money, but just be like, hey, you're not in charge of the team anymore. He'll take that well, I'm sure. Yeah. 7NP says Shanahan literally fired uh, literally fired Jim Harbaugh and a few seasons later hired a guy, Jed, uh, that had the same exact results. Only difference is taking Shanahan six years to do what Harbaugh did in three. Yeah, they're both guys who get very far and don't seal the deal. It's kind of funny. Maybe it's Jed's fate. Joey Mellon says, hopefully it was cool. The game was an effing dumpster fire. The only time I cheered was for Trent. Takedown. Yeah, it must have sucked to have to sit there and take that all that abuse from Philly fans all game, knowing you weren't going to win. I didn't even watch the fourth quarter. I, I didn't. I, I, I bet a bunch on. of people turned that game off. Yeah. Why would I you was watch just it? Like whatever. I walked away. Hey Grant, can you give us Fangio's resume to help Kyle game plan and get over the hump? Yeah, I think Fangio could definitely help. Scotty Dippin says, "Is Kyle Shannon hiring himself as OC technically nepotism? Different reaction from Kyle Shannon if his OC leaves a top five edge, single on a borderline practice squad player. Too much of his focus is on the next play call." Scotty, agree, Dippen. Scotty. Scotty Dippin. Scotty Dippin and Shreddy Murphy. Those are two of the best names on here. Agree. Chris Tolerico says, "Dude, you know they're going to sign Jimmy. They are that stupid. Even the commentator said you're going to need more than a tight end to block him." Yep, JJ Watt said it. Uh, Eric Davis said it. Kendall Wiggins probably feels it too. Garoppolo, Lance Purdy, and the original Kyle Body Bag Boy RG3. Who's next? I mean, more Josh freaking Johnson. There's seven Concussion. Of them. Seven or eight yep. of them. Yeah. And I can't help but notice that Mike McDaniel had the same exact problem in Miami. This is true. This same is exact true. problem. Good point. Ray says Philly fans booing when Warner got up. Disgusting. I mean, they cheered when Troy Aikman got a concussion. 30. Do, 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 
Are you unfamiliar with Philly fans? This is what they do. They do it with pride. What happened to Jordan Mason? Was he hurt? No, it's just Kyle Shanahan hates me personally. <laughs> Love your content. Officiating wasn't great, but sometimes a call goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. It's on your team. It's on you as a team to make uh, plays no matter what. Kyle's toxic trait is pointing the finger everywhere but at himself. Yes, man, he does so many good things, but if that's what the head coach does, then that's what the best players in the team do, and that's the culture of the team. And it's I, I wonder if you really can win a Super Bowl with that kind of an attitude because Kyle hasn't done it yet. Coaches cannot worry about officiators. and The, the time he's spending worrying about officials and trying to – Fight a, fight a battle that he's not going to win. You're not going to overturn a call because you're arguing with the ref. Mm -mm. So you need to spend that time focused on the game right now. Harbaugh had that problem too. Kevin Romero says, Javon Foster, right tackle, 6'5", 315, allow four sacks and 477 snaps. Thank you for the for the info. I meant to say, York, we got you. Got you. JSF, Andy Reid got better after Philly fired him. Kyle is way too content with his job and accountable for his results. That's a really good point. I was thinking about that. Andy Reid, I think maybe the best thing that ever happened to him was getting fired by Philly. And it might be the, the best thing that Philly ever did. They, you could argue that they were never going to win a Super Bowl together. They tried for 15 years. All of a sudden, Randy, Reed gets fired, goes to Kansas City, gets Mahomes, wins a Super Bowl. Eagles fire uh, dude, bring in Doug Peterson, win a Super Bowl. And now they're facing each other in the Super Bowl to see who can get the second one without each other. I think it's great. So maybe that's yeah. maybe ultimately it's going to be like Kyle wins somewhere else and the Niners win without him. I don't know. But Kyle needs we're not there a top-notch quarterback, man. And... It, I'm not making an excuse for Kyle because it's his fault he doesn't have that yet, or maybe he does, and we'll see. But that's Mahomes winning the Super Bowl with Mahomes is is a lot easier of a task than doing it with Alex Smith. True. Trent Williams slammed by far my favorite play of the game, says Maynard Keenan. It was funny. Plumbing God says, I wonder if the players will start to rebel against Kyle and OTA's training camp due to tripping and landing on his face over and over again. Yeah, I mean, do they, do you think they have the same level of trust and enthusiasm in him now that they did four years ago? I wonder. He sort of revealed him, himself. I saw some of that deteriorating early on in the season when they were struggling. Yeah, True. Claudio says, uh, another year of who's the quarterback cursed should the Niners go after O-line or secondary in the draft free agency? Trenches. Trenches. Got to beat the oh, Eagles. Right. BP says, I think SF's trying to build a dynasty like the 80s, 90s, but in the salary cap area, you have to look at small two, three-year windows and buy a Super Bowl like the Rams did. Well, yeah, possible. The only team that's actually had a, a extended dynasty is teams with Tom Brady. The only one. Yeah. Elite quarterback. Go get Peyton Manning as head coach. Ha! <laughs> um, why are there so many? Guys, thank you. CMC was our only score. Of course he's worth it. Yeah, and that was an incredible self. Great player. Great player. I mean, he hurtled a guy, ran over a guy. Like That was, was all great. CMC. Yeah. And to give it Sunday, bro, Josh turned into Willie. I don't know what that means. Raymond says, Steve Young lost two heartbreaking championships to the Cowboys before he broke through and won. Now we remember his Super Bowl, not his losses. Okay, well, Kyle's lost one Super Bowl and two Super Bowls and two NFC championships. That's what he's done. So at a certain point, he needs to pull through. DS Review says, Grant, thanks for what you've done this season. Nobody covers Niners like you do. No out of boys or sugarcoating, holding players and coaches accountable with QC. You're my 49er therapist for tough losses like this. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I take my role seriously. Am I crazy for thinking Trey can be a top five quarterback? No, that's why they drafted him. Pizza diaper. Ooh, that's vivid. Says Mason never had a chance to play this season. Kyle's beholden to the locker room. There's no way the vets would allow JM to take snaps over stars. True. Banana Hands, favorite song, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Thanks for your work, lads. Always honest and intelligent. Love watching. All right. Love that. Okay, moving on. Uh, 
Do you think the 49ers should sign Tom Brady? And the reason would be he generally doesn't get hurt and he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Thing is, he'll be 46 next year and he can't move. And he can play the great this year. I, I think they need to think about it. I don't have a decision one way or the other, if I'm being honest, Grant. Uh, a part of me wants this young quarterback room, Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, finally give Trey Lance an opportunity uh, you know, to see what he can do and develop into and then the advantages of having that young quarterback room. It's possible that Brock Purdy or Trey Lance could develop into a really great quarterback, and then you have a really great young quarterback. So that's that's attractive. Then on the other side, you have Tom Brady, who is the GOAT. Right. By my, my standards, I think a lot of people say it'll be Joe Montana, 49ers fans. But to me, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He surpassed Joe Montana. So can, the chance to sign a GOAT on this team is very attractive as well. But then again, he's 46. He's he's older than me. I, I don't know. The, the 49ers. They may have missed great. that opportunity to get Tom Brady. I think maybe if they had done it in 2020, yeah. But now, I don't know, man. It, it seems like you got to be able to move a little bit. He can't. I don't know. And don't know. would that relationship even work out? Would they agree to also, it? Also, his life fell apart. Can we stop pretending like something didn't change with Tom Brady this year? His whole life fell apart. His family. And it's personal, but it's, how did that? He looked like he was not really as engaged as he was the other 20 years of his career this year. He looked like he was out there being like, what am I doing? Yeah. I mean, he's going through a to divorce me. during the season. And, yeah. You know, definitely understandable. And maybe he'll be better, more focused uh, and into football one more year. Maybe he'll be better at 46 than he was at 45. But I don't know how that relationship's going to work with Kyle Shanahan. And if Tom Brady does come here, there might be, uh, like, demands that he has in order to do that. Like, who who's going to be a right tackle, Kyle? Right. If, right. If you, if you design a pass protection I don't like, I'm going to go over that, Kyle. Like, those might be things that are in there. If you give Tom Brady a, a two-year, $60 million contract, you're not going to be getting a bunch of new starters on your team. You're going to have the same team with some rookies at, at starting and Tom Brady there. Like, Are you telling that that, that would have won the game against Philly? I don't know about that because Tom Brady would have had the same issue with Tyler Croft blocking Hassan Reddick. It seems to me that bringing in Tom Brady is kind of like getting rid of Tart last year. It's like basically implying that it was Purdy's fault, and it wasn't. It was not Purdy's fault. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, brought. It wasn't Trey Lance's fault either. It was Kyle's. And bringing in Trey, bringing in uh, Brady would just be another example of him not acknowledging his own fault. So I, in, I, 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 I don't like it. Bringing in Tom Brady would basically say you've given up on Trey Lance too, because yep. if Brady comes, it's for one or two years. Trey Lance, they're not going to re-sign Trey Lance. Uh, it, it's 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 goodbye to Trey Lance. It's admitting you you messed up on Trey Lance. It's admitting that Brock Purdy's not good enough. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. At this point, I probably lean let's go with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy and see what they can do. But at the same time, you made that mistake once, not signing them, and maybe you're gonna make it again. I don't know, but I think also I like young. getting getting all your four quarterbacks hurt and then just throwing up your hands and being like, I need Brady. After you spent three first round picks on one of the guys that you got hurt and you've only played him four starts, this kind of feels like rich kid behavior. Like, hey, dad, you know that really expensive toy that you got me for Christmas? I broke it in three days. Could you give me another one? No. Fix it and 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 protect it. Like, I got you a nice toy. Are you going to be mature enough to play with it or, or not? And that, that's to me, like, what are you going to do, Jed? Are you just going to keep getting him more quarterbacks every time he breaks them? Because he's going to keep breaking them if you do that. You're never going to teach him the value of. Your investments. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's, it's it comes off as soft, like, yeah. oh, I can't do it. I need Tom Brady. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. already did it with McCaffrey. Yeah. And it's like, fine, you're good, good, fine. But you're supposed to be the best. And you're saying that now, now you actually need <laughs> you need Tom Brady when you've already tried. I mean, you already have a bunch of other quarterbacks on your team. I don't like it. Sends the wrong message. It's, it's three years too late. Yeah. It's three years too late. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's keep it. Let's keep it going. Should the Niners resign Jimmy Garoppolo? Mm-mm. I know. It's, I know a lot of people are thinking about this. And if you, if obviously both of us, who are we kidding? We don't. People know us. We think no. Will they though? They like him. They're very comfortable with Jimmy. They're quite comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo. Dude, the 49ers could look at Brock Purdy being injured and Trey Lance coming off of injury, and it's very possible that they say, you know what, we need to go with Jimmy. One more year, oh my goodness! That, Telling they you, man, could do that. They, they could, could. and it would be a huge mistake. Huge. Yeah. Why is my voice? It would be a huge mistake if they yeah. brought back Jimmy because what Jimmy does, he represents the 49ers being okay with good but not champions. He is yeah. the face of their uh, inability to get over the hump. Also, he divides the locker room. So, no, I think it would be very important for them to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. That's step one. He can't be on this team next year. It's time to turn the page. Absolutely Got to. Not. They should not re-sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Man. Now, will they? That's a different question, man. I don't know. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a possibility they could. I hope not. You know, But none of us thought, outside of you, no one thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be back on the season, on the team this season. So, I wouldn't put it past him. If you bring back Jimmy Garoppolo... He's the starter. I don't care if Brock's here. I don't care if Trey's here. The team, the locker room, is. there's going to be a lot of vets that have power that are always going to say Jimmy should be the starter. And if that's the case, then he has too much power for a backup, and it's the tail wagging the dog. You can't let that happen. you got to move on. But if Brock Purdy's not going to be there for OTAs, you can, hear, you can see the Niners being like, well, you know, it'd be nice to have him around. Only thing the Niners can hope, or at least we can hope, is that some team likes Jimmy even better and offers him a job as a starter. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I always, I still get the feeling that the Niners like Jimmy more than anyone else. And it's for sentimentality reasons because they weren't good and then he came and they started winning. He sort of changed their fortunes. But that's sentimental stuff that no longer matters today. I mean, the Niners can win with Brock. They can win with other quarterbacks. I don't think anybody's rubbing their hands together, excited for, let's sign Jimmy. That's going to get us to where we want to go. I don't think that exists. Uh, so, you know, Jimmy's probably not going to get paid a ton of money. Um, you know, maybe if he would have finished the season and went to the Super Bowl and all that good stuff. But, you know, the fact that he's just constantly injured. And, you know, despite he had a good year of low turnovers, uh, he just wasn't scoring a ton of touchdowns. I think the whole league saw that Brock Purdy is an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. And Brock Purdy was acquired in the seventh round. So if you're a GM, why are you going to? spend money on a veteran like Jimmy Garoppolo who's always injured when you can try to find the next Brock Purdy in the draft. And I, I want to, I, I guess I don't want to hold Jimmy Garoppolo's injuries against him because I'm starting to feel like this injury issue at quarterback is not, yeah, it's not a quarterback no, issue. Yeah. But at the same time, like let's take that out of it. Uh, his playoff performances, all bad. Yeah. Right now, Brock Purdy has been better in the playoffs than Jimmy Garoppolo ever was. And his worst performance, he was playing well and got hurt Brock Purdy. Yeah. So yeah. I, if Jimmy were to come back, he would be as a third-string quarterback behind Trey and Brock. And I'm thinking he could probably get a better gig than that. If the Niners bring back Jimmy Garoppolo, it should be for like a million dollars. And even then, he would split the lock. He would split the locker room, so it wouldn't be worth it. He's got to go. Go be a starter or backup somewhere else. 
And and the thing is, does Jimmy want to come back? I don't. Probably think so. not. You saw his face in the game. Yeah. yeah. What do he look like? He thought it was funny, man. He thought the whole thing was funny. You know, he was like, smiling but, and laughing. Yeah, I mean the whole game. I mean, who knows what was said? And maybe they were laughing about something unrelated to what was going on in the game. So you know, I'll give Alan Fanica, Pro Football Hall of Famer, tweeted this. Uh, I saw this quote this morning and had to laugh. I wish I had a helmet, Garoppolo said. He was laughing every time they showed the sideline as the Niners are getting pummeled for a few hours. I didn't see him trying to help anyone trying to play quarterback when they cut to the sideline. That's Alan Fanica, Hall of Famer, tweeted that last night. I don't know. Yeah, man. Not that a good look. Tough. No, no. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm I, over the Jimmy Garoppolo story. I was over it. Uh, I, I I wanted Trey Lance to start his rookie year. I wanted Jimmy mm-hmm. to be gone. That That's what I wanted. I think that 49ers, at least Trey Lance, would be much better off at this point if they would have done that. That hasn't happened. It's been two years past due, in my opinion. I'm ready to move on from Jimmy. Hopefully, Jimmy's ready to leave, and hopefully the 49ers are also ready to move on from Jimmy. Emu says, here's $5. Thank you very much. Uh, Brownie is a new member. Thank you, Brownie, 777. Chris Groves says, forgive me if you spoke already. McCaffrey threw a TD this year. Juice, previous emergency quarterback. Jennings, high school quarterback. Season is on the line, and we couldn't throw at any, any more at all. Even screens to McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, if I were Jed York and I was talking to Kyle at the end of the season, these would be some things I want to talk about. Like, how did we end up in the most embarrassing NFC Championship game of all time? How did this happen? Yeah, I don't know. I'd want that yeah. answer. And how is that never, ever, ever, ever going to happen again? Not sure if this is just a rumor, but is Trent thinking about retirement? Yeah, someone worded, was it, who worded it weird last night? I didn't didn't hear anything about him considering retirement yet, but I will say that the 49ers have to replace Mike McGlinchey, and then they have to be thinking ahead because Trent Williams is not getting any younger. Uh, I think he's perfectly capable of coming and performing at a really high level next year. But if he decides to at any point to retire, who's going to replace Me. Grant Your blocking Grant scheme suck. I'm about as good. At, no, well, I'm not. I'm not quite as good as Tyler Croft as a blocker. <laughs> I still can't get over like Hassan Reddick is just a, is just making the best offensive tackles in the league look silly. And Kyle's like, yeah. let me let me let me block him with this guy. I called him from the practice. Some of this guy who's inactive half the time. Like, did you see what never Hassan Reddick said about that play? What do you say? Uh, I don't have the exact quote, but basically, he was surprised to see only Tyler Tyler Croft in between him and Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. He was thrilled about it. Well, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Because you know what that is? That's putting money in Hassan Reddick's pocket. Here, here's a million dollars. Put this on your highlight reel when you go to free agency. Here, no, here's two million dollars. Yeah. Your blocking seems suck, man. Ha <laughs> ha, fish and chips. That's a little Jimmy G reference. Keep the quarterback room cheap and sign Colin Kaepernick. You know Colin Kaepernick's 35. You know how I know that? I'm 35. <laughs> 35. Where does the time go? For a long time. Anoop says, such a winnable game. Uh, wrong game plan, Kyle. Neutralized pass rush with quick... With quick passing game and power running, add Fangio DC and Peyton head coach. What will Jed do? Man, if he if he found a way to do that, I would have to give Jed like an attaboy, but it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Also, Sean Payton has his own baggage. No team won the game after facing the 49ers. Ooh, we'll see. Well, but they got two weeks to rest. Philly. Also, Philly beat up the Niners, not the other way around. CT Loss is uh not that it's funny, but Josh Jay was paid a few bucks. To be a roster filler and had to play. Dude made five, uh, made it five minutes left with concussion. The O line sucks. Jimmy better than we think to take that beating over and over again. That's fair. That's fair. He did take a beating, man. Uh, let's get Vic Fangio. Also, are you married? <laughs> yes. 
Uh, Kyle Shanahan should hire an OC when Kyle chokes fire the OC. Yeah, just make him the scapegoat. I like that. Debo was never the same as last year because of his attitude in the offseason. And if he was like last year, we would have saved Purdy and Lance. And the Niners might have won the Super Bowl because he was the best player in the league last year. Maybe he yeah, can get back at to At some that. point during this offseason, I think we're going to be talking about Debo. And hopefully he's a highly dedicated to becoming I would hope so. the player the best. that he can be next year. Yeah. Equivista says, can you give a shout out to my Spanish one class? Shout out to Equivista's Spanish one class. Spanish Hola. one. Spanish one. Uno. That's how you say one. In Spanish. <laughs> SF Bay Drummer says, sign Colin Kaepernick. He knows how to take a snap from the shotgun and uh, get this bad juju off us. It does kind of feel like the Niners are like suffering from the curse of Kaepernick. The curse of Cap. Kyle played Madden with the injuries off. The Ooh, so true. <laughs> Thanks for the coverage throughout the year. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Earn, Hoyer Bethard Mullins. Kyle has shown what he can do with backups. He doesn't get credit for winning with Purdy. In my opinion, Purdy helped Kyle. Yep, until Kyle didn't help Purdy. Julio, thank you, Miguel. Kyle's scheme is the problem, hurting over eight quarterbacks throughout his career. The problem with this team starts and ends with the quarterback and Kyle the choker. The one time he didn't get a quarterback hurt was when he was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta. Maybe in uh, installs, Dan Quinn was like, hey, no! <laughs> this play here, no! I don't know, maybe Kyle needs someone like that. Turning, tuning in from Australia, love your work, guys. Yeah, I think they're just waking up in Australia. It's a good time of day. Thank you, yeah. Jacob. A couple more, and then we'll get back to our topics. Uh, Mass Martyr says, Justin Smith to coach the D and make them wrestle boars like he did Roger Craig <laughs> to make hurdle jumping Mando. Yeah, let's do it. Pay him, Jed. Yeah. Man, so many comments today. Macho Madness says, I, I want a leg drop, Kyle. <laughs> so sick of his crap. Should have thrown the challenge flag and all this would not have happened. 100% the losses on him, Lance time. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that the that the uh, not challenging that play really put the Niners behind. Yeah. Trey Lance IG point. post, players are ready for his comeback. I haven't seen his IG post. Hmm. But I like it. Can you rem- uh, demote a head coach, LOL? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm <gasps> I'm not a doctor, but I don't believe Purdy will be back in six months. I'm reading about this injury. It seemed like he'd be lucky to be ready by next year. Yeah, I don't think he's going to – I personally don't think he's going to be ready for week one. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, Who are the Niners trading away like Buckner unseen? <sighs> Ken Law, but it's a $2 million hit if they do it after June 1st and $4 million if they do it before, I believe. Something like Trey that. and Jimmy were like, glad it's not me. Well, it was them before. Money train ends – Says Derek Emu gives me five bucks. Thank you. Um, James Briggs says Dwelly would have made that block. The idea that the Niners have the most weapons in the league and they their season loses because Tyler Croft was put in a position where he mattered. Tyler Croft, are you kidding? It, they they didn't lose because Debo messed up or Ike messed up. They lost because Tyler Croft was being counted on to block the best player on the other team. Amazing. But then again, that's Kyle. And Dwelly would have made that block. Jimmy G and McGlinchey are the savior, Grant. Oh, yeah. Uh, you are my therapy, Grant. Keep up the qu- uh, the quality control. Man, that's a lot of responsibility. Brady to Debo would be an epic connection. Was JJ only choice? How come no looks on Cam Newton? That was I wanted to know. How is Josh Johnson a better option than Cam Newton? Reports Lance to Titans and Brady to Niners. Rumors. Oh, rumors? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. No Peyton Rodgers, no first-round pick to trade. It's true. You don't have a first-round pick. 
This is the uh, last year. Just so you know, no, this is the last year the 49ers don't have a first rounder, which is great. It's true. Yeah. Uh, and it's it would have been a late first rounder anyway. All right. Free agency starts soon. Niners have to have a goal. Uh, last year, uh, the Eagles signed Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury, and I think there were a few more. Although they traded for A.J. Brown. How about those? Three huge impact players. A shutdown corner, a elite pass rusher, an elite wide receiver. Now they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, should the Niners look to add a few impact players at certain positions, or should they just add some depth? Special teams. No, please, dear. No, please. Special teams. Here, the three that I the, – there's multiple. But for me, it's right tackle, I think there's three no as well. Right, yep. right, tackle, right tackle. No question. <clears throat> A nose tackle because yep. Kinlaw's DJ not a Jones. nose tackle. He's an arm DJ Jones replacement. Yep. He's an arm fit part two. And then yep. there has to be, well, an existing player, Mosley, but also safety. Like, are they going to hmm. re-sign Gibson? Who's going to take that spot? Who's, what about Ward? But then they need to re-sign Mosley at corner because – They Mosley. definitely need to re-sign Mosley. I would also yeah. say an edge rusher too unless yeah. – Drake Jackson is going to become that guy, but I'm not sure he was. He was inactive down the stretch, and when he did play, he played. He was an interior rusher a lot. He almost looks like the replacement for Charles Amenahu. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'd like to see a replacement for D Ford, someone smaller than Drake Jackson, quicker, faster, all that. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree with all of those. Yeah, yeah. So those are important. If the Niners get those three players, they should. I mean, they could win the Super Bowl with Trey Lance next year, or. You know, when Brock Purdy comes back, or, or with a combination of the two, but if they just go out and get the most expensive quarterback possible and run it back with Mike McGlinchey and Javon Kinlaw and Samson Ebukam, I don't think it's good enough. Yeah. It's good. It's very good. But, yeah. you know, look at Kansas City. Look at Philly. There's going to be, a, you know, there's going to be other teams next year that are going to be really good too. Um, yeah. Jacksonville's coming. Cincinnati's still good. So. I think the Niners, if they want to take that, I, it, maybe they do it in the draft. But if you're looking for three high-level starters, Philly went to free agency in the trade. Get guys who are known quantities. A.J. Brown, James Bradbury, Son Reddit. Get the best. Number one is get the best right tackle on the market that you can possibly get. You know, if you have a Trent Williams and the best right tackle that you could possibly get in free agency, you have the bookends, you know, you can work with what you have on the roster for in between in the middle young guys because you can't match up with philly if you don't have two good offensive tackles you can't number one and it's like yeah you can win the nfc west with mike mcglinchy at right tackle but i don't know that you're going to win a super bowl with him there or even get to one yeah you're not you're not you're not so that's one the number one priority has to be beef up the line and protect the backs and that that's that's the way you do it so that's number one then we go back uh kinlaw to me he just his pad level is too high uh and he's like he's kind of like armstead but just not quite as good as Armstead, I think. And so I, I feel like uh, Kinlaw might have better success on a different team that needs an Armstead-like player. Um, yeah. and, and hopefully he can stay healthy and do his thing and have success somewhere else. Uh, but in my opinion, you need to have Bosa, Drake Jackson, Armstead, and a big old beefy freaking nose tackle yeah. that can push yeah. the interior back and stuff the run. Yeah, yeah because it's not Kinlaw. It's not Givens. Um it was DJ Jones. DJ Jones was a very underrated player on this team. Played his position extremely well, and they haven't replaced him. Uh, so I think this is if if John Lynch is gonna seize the sixth Lombardi Trophy, this is the way to do it. You got to make three splash signings or or trades because I don't know if it's not a quarterback, it's got to be this. I when, when the Rams won the Super Bowl last year, 
They brought in a few guys. They brought in Stafford. Like what, the, the, the Eagles, what's propelled their run this year has been th- th- at least three big moves in free agency. What's your move? Because right now, last year the Niners' move was Ray Ray McLeod. Traverius Ward, one was good. Can we get three? Can we get three this year? What or are the Niners more concerned about comp picks? Because if you want comp picks, you can't make a bunch of moves. you got to lose more players than you get. What are they going to do about safety, Grant? Jimmy Ward, Gibson, or are they going to go with like a – is, is Quantrez Knight just a straight corner, or what? What are they going to do with Quantrez Knight? Like, is he good well, enough what in the practice squad? I I think they're probably gonna. I think they see Jimmy Garoppolo. Be, I mean, Jimmy Ward being more expensive than Tashawn Gibson, and I think they're going to try to save money and, and get Gibson and be like, you know, we could play him there, play Lenore at, at nickel, and we don't need to spend a bunch of money, a premium on a thirty-one-year-old DB in Jimmy Ward. Okay, but you're going to get worse. Um, Without him, but that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, didn't yeah, he sound like he wasn't going to come back? I don't know if you heard him after the game, but it didn't sound like he was coming back. Yeah, I don't think he's coming past back. Past tense. I think it's unfortunate. He's a, a really important player to this defense. I think he's a leader. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's see if let's see if John Lynch can pull off that objective. We laid it out for him. Kinlaw's worth if traded. What round pick? Ooh. I don't know about that, man. Not much. Doesn't. I don't know. Fourth? I almost feel like you trade him for another player who's been in a, circ- uh, a similar circumstance and see like if change of scenery helps because right now, based off his last two seasons, not a lot, if anything. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. You know, maybe Ken Long is the kind of guy that can bounce back and maybe he's healthy and from now on he'll be healthy and he bounced back, has a great career. I just think he needs to go somewhere else. I think it's, I think he even if he is the best that he can be, I, th- I feel like he's still like an Armstead Type player, he's not yeah. what 49ers need. Yeah. Not a nose tackle. Purdy needs surgery. Oh, good luck, Jason Pota Center. What are your thoughts? I think it's a worthwhile project. I don't know how good he is at it, but I, I like him. I think he's an interesting player. I like that idea. A lot of people are saying Zakil is the guy. Am I saying his name correctly? Zakil. Yeah, yeah. Zakil. I don't know. I, I've never seen anything from him that I thought was that great. I, I thought Poe was good, but I'm not the greatest scout. Poe was strong, had leverage. Yes, the injuries suck, but how do you feel about uh, both Wards and Lenore? I like what I saw in the playoffs. Finally, don't have to worry about corners. Yeah, Lenore played well. Uh, Ward stepped up. Um, Mosley's probably coming back. Yeah. That actually ended up being one of their best position groups yesterday. Sam Womack is good. I yeah. Think, uh, and I've heard really good things about Quantrez Knight, so I think he might have a future on this team as well. Nice. Yeah. Q, as I call him, because we went to UCLA suite, you know. <laughs> James Briggs says, isn't Kyle the one who said if you're not getting better, you're getting worse? Seems apt for both his own job and the roster. It was Harbaugh, but it's a, it's it's true. Snakehorn says, a lot of talk about the QB O-line and such, but what about the secondary? We have to get, we uh, we have, we go get, or safety to address. We have to go get a safety to address this. I mean. I don't think, in that last game, though, against the Eagles, the DBs were. They gave up 121 rushing yards. I mean, passing yards. And no touchdowns. Good. Yeah. It looked good to me. Kajan25 says, is both the worth, is Bothsa worth 30 plus million here? He was a non factor down the stretch. Isn't an entire D line anymore? Uh, isn't an entire D line more important? Maybe trade Bosa and get two first back. Um, I'm actually, I, I'm not against that. I'm not against that. I, I, look, I said the same thing when they re signed Trent w- Williams. Yes, he's the best. But are you going to put yourself in a situation where he's your only good offensive lineman? And right now, no, Aaron Banks, they, they got a good guy on a rookie deal, but they're, they're always going to have bargains on the, on the offensive line. And they're going to hope if they can you know hit on those. I feel like they're already going that direction on the D-line right now. So I don't know. Something to think about. 
I'm Eagles not Eagles don't have a guy that expensive on their D line, and they have a great D line. I'm not against trading anybody for the right price. So I think it just depends on what they can get back for him. Also depends on what the rest of the roster looks like. You know, I don't I know what happened to Bosa down the stretch. I, I I think they probably do, and maybe yeah. it was nothing. Maybe it was something, but I'd like to know what that what, what happened because yeah. it seemed like he just fell off a cliff. Yeah. From what he was doing earlier, Russell J says silver linings. Both corners played extremely well yesterday. Ward looked confident and swaggy like early in the season. Them pressing wide receivers seemed to work better than ma- uh, massive cushion in past weeks. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was D'Amico who got a little spooked and finally he got aggressive again. Mm-hmm. Now that he got the job with Houston, I don't know. Niners might not ever win another Super Bowl in our lifetime. Mark is having a tough day, but it's true. They might not. It's possible. Yeah. Um, Russell James says Nick Bosa equated Philly stealing the game with the big lie. As a, as a fan, I feel incensed his outburst included a link to continuation of this kind of destructive propaganda. NFL PA allows this. Niners do. What? What the big lie? I don't understand. Russell James, I don't understand. What are you talking about? Kyle Marks, the QB euthanizer. Ooh, says the official BNA Music 88. In, inventive Film says, do you think Kyle and Tom Brady can even collaborate? If so, what would Tom cost and is it possible? I don't know. That so. would be tough. That would be really yeah. tough. They would need like someone... Like Brian yeah. Greasy to sort of like immediate that one. And maybe he would. David Baker says, who will be our DC? I still think Fangio is a possibility. We are the new Buffalo Bills of the West getting there, but not getting over the hump. It's crazy how that becomes your reputation after a while when you don't win it. The yeah. Houston Rockets were like that. You know, the team that almost took down the, the Warriors, but didn't. Yeah. Mario Gonzalez says, man, I have no idea what to say. Great job covering the team this season. Grant, it sucks that we didn't get a chance to even compete. Sucks that Kyle, once again, cannot keep good talent healthy. Yeah, sucks. I think that's a good way to put it. Money train ends. For who? Me? You just gave me $2. So I guess not. Unseen trade, Dre Greenlaw. I don't see it. But I see what you mean. They got him for a good price. Aziz is gone. Yeah, trade Debo for some picks. I don't know if that's uh, financially uh, feasible. There was a big signing bonus. I don't know. Yeah, for some picks, huh? Yeah. I don't think so. Also, you're sign. You'd be, you'd be trading low. Yeah. I think it's nap time for me. <laughs> Poor Brock Purdy. He's gonna need. Yeah. He's gonna need surgery. Uh, if you missed it, we talked about it earlier. They're saying a six-month recovery time, which is interesting. I thought it was going to be 12 months. So as far as I know, he should be back at some point next year. We'll get more information from Kyle tomorrow. He'll talk, I think. There will be a uh, locker room clear-out session. I'll be there. It's going to be interesting, man. Definitely. I'll be back tonight at 6 with Larry. You do anything today on your channel? Uh, We had a really good long show this morning. Uh, You guys go check it out, man. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good stuff. Give my honest opinion. So go to my channel, Ryan G. Hensley. Subscribe if you would, man. I'd appreciate it. Do it. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll see you guys in like three hours.